I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. 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 We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. And we're just like, I only make $10 an hour. Like, why are you doing this? He is very extra. This purple hair tattooed girl comes in, married her son. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. For the greater good. Ho, ho, ho. That's all I got. That's all I got. Short notice. (laughs) That was perfect. That was perfect. Oh, thank you so much for that. Oh, if you're listening, you're thinking, wait a minute, that didn't sound like a dude. Well, it's not, and I'll explain why in just a second. This is episode 428. That's right, 428. And today we're talking about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the 1989 Christmas Vacation. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is not Andrew or Sam. Neither one of them are here. That's right. This has only ever happened one other time, and uh, I did just like uh, it was just me and a good friend Stephen uh, of the show. No, this is uh, this is different. This is just. Uh, well, there's three of us still, but, uh, so joining me tonight is, uh, not joining me, I guess, is sitting in the co-captain's chair is Jess was once attacked by a squirrel from the opinionated podcast, opinionated luscious podcast. Hi, that was such a great introduction. Here I am. I like, I, I'm not going to say that I, I kidnapped Andrew or Sam or anything, you know, just so I could get the spot. I'm not going to yeah. say that, but I'm very happy, happy to be here and, and fill in for them. Yes. No, again, like Jessica, she's, she is the the full co-captain here of the show. She's my co-host and I'm very excited. And yes, we just had her on uh, like two weeks ago, uh, or an attempted two weeks ago, right? Because we tried to have yeah. you on for wrongfully accused, and then we had yeah. you on for spirited. So it's not my is... fault. Canada has like all its media blocked. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you can't watch anything up here. Uh, which is weird, because again, like I don't know, that movie was filmed in Canada, so you would expect <laughs> them to like. You would you know. would think, but no. No, but but no. And making her uh, cheap seat reviews debut is Kelly. Do we ever find out what that Mother's Day present he found in the attic is from the Drunk Theory podcast? Hey, everybody. (laughs) How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? Thank you for joining us. I am fantastic, and I am so happy to be here. (laughs) This is my first time meeting Kelly, too, so this is amazing. Yeah. Well, it's... Kind of my first time too, even though we've been uh, yeah, Twitter buddies for like all the time, like on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been Twitter buddies for like two years, but this is the first <laughs> time having you on the show. So, which is funny because like the last time we tried to collab, I mean, we're talking not quite a calendar year ago. You were watching some horrible movie that had, um, what's his name? The the guy that plays Rusty in Vegas Vacation. Um. Come oh, on. I, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I 
can't even think of who plays Rusty in Vegas Vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the you know Nick Papadopoulos, Ethan Embry. Oh, we love so Ethan Embry. Yeah, and Ethan so, Embry loves us. <laughs> like so, she <laughs> tweets at Ethan Embry, "Hey, we're watching this terrible movie," and he like retweeted back or whatever and stuff. And so it was Evolver, right? Evolver, that's what it was. And so yeah. we were supposed no, to do that. No, but it's not terrible. It's wonderful. I love it. Oh well, whatever. Hey, Ethan. <laughs> We were supposed to do that together. We were going to do Evolver and try to see if we could get him to come on the show. And then every time we tried to nail down, like, hey, what, do you, what does this weekend work? No, we can't do that one. Well, what about this one? No, we can't do that. And so then it just turned into, we'll just figure it out later. So that was, I mean, it was probably nine months ago, easily. Scheduling so for is, us is a nightmare because we all have completely different schedules. Like, and I'm the most flexible because I'm, salary and you know during the day but like Kara works nights and then ryan works all kinds of weird you know weird hours so if we can you know get one or two recordings a month even just for our show we feel like we're doing good right so yeah yeah we just can't ever get together that often well and speaking of your show what is your show so i am with drunk theory uh we get drunk and talk about conspiracy theories but we do the fun stuff like Bigfoot and birds aren't real. You know, it's all about <laughs> just getting drunk and laughing about some silliness. Uh, we are definitely not safe for work, but people think we're funny. So <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm exactly how I advertise things. That's exactly how I advertise things. It's like, you know, people think we're funny. That's all that matters. Yeah. So. I love the idea of just like random. So like, what's one of your favorite conspiracy theories? So I actually loved when we did birds aren't real. Yeah. Because that one was just so much fun to do. Uh, but let's see, what else have we done recently? Um, have you done Avril Lavigne? Yes. Isn't... We have done... yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Avril, Avril Lavigne, Lavigne isn't that... real. No, she's replaced by Melissa. She's a clone. So we did yeah. this like as part of like a whole clones episode, like where a lot of people are have been cloned, um, or that people are reptilians, like Beyonce is a reptilian. <laughs> there, all of that is. Um, I like it. Yeah, we we love the silliness, um, Bigfoot and chupacabras and yeah. all of that. So, so Jess, I'm curious. Do you have a theory that you love? Well, besides like the Avril Lavigne one uh, was like my favorite, because if you look at the evidence, um, there's things like she had a mole removed. Her style changed like that's that's it. And you're just like, yeah, she's like in her 30s now. Like, of course, her style yeah. changed. Like, what are you talking about? So yeah. I like it's all the evidence that people bring to conspiracies. That is my favorite part about conspiracy. Yeah. So the so the one that I adhere to believe wholeheartedly. Now this is a sports conspiracy theory. It's not as outlandish as you know birds aren't real, but like. <laughs> uh, so I I live in Charlotte, so I am a Charlotte uh, Hornets fan, and the uh, the year. So the way the, the NBA draft goes for those who are are nerds and don't know, I'm not trying to mansplain, I'm just explaining it because it's dumb. They have a draft lottery. Right. So it's not like the worst team gets the first pick. It's the worst team gets the most 
ping pong balls in a in a hopper to potentially get the first pick, right? So Oh wow, I didn't know that because yeah. I watch football. I do not watch basketball, so I, I usually didn't know that that was a thing. Sure. And it's insane because it's also done behind closed doors. It's never it's not on camera. They don't it's not live. It's behind closed doors and they just announce here are the five teams to go in order one, two, three, four, five. And then they, they go all the way through what's called the lottery pick uh, up to 12. And then the rest are, once you get into the playoffs, you don't get a lottery pick. You just have your number. So mm-hmm. the Hornets in the lockout year were historically bad, right? Now they had a shortened season. Nor- a normal NBA season is 82 games. I think they only played like 50 games that year, but they only won seven games. <laughs> they won seven. They won yeah, seven. seven. Right? The next worst team won 21 games. Three times as many, right? That math works, right? Yeah, Three yeah. times as many. Uh-huh. So that's how bad the Hornets were next to the next team. But the next team was the newly formed New Orleans. It was the time New Orleans Hornets. Now they're called New Orleans Pelicans. The, the, the Pelicans were, were bought by the NFL owner of the Saints. And I 100% believe that the NBA said, well, the NFL is going to put money into the NBA. That's big time money. We don't want to piss them off. So we're going to give them the number one overall pick, which the player coming out that year was like a once in a generation talent. His name is Anthony Davis. So the Pelicans get Anthony Davis and we get a guy who is not in the league anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. because that's the way the draft works sometimes. So I 100% believe that the NBA screwed us out of Anthony Davis because they didn't want to piss off the NFL. I, I 100% believe that. I love it. So. We haven't done sports conspiracies because we're not really <laughs> sports people, but yeah. I do love football, and I'm a Saints fan, so, <laughs> so that's funny. Mm, we're going to have some problems in about a, in a, in oh. about a week and a half. <laughs> I'm Canadian. So. We just... Hockey or nothing. You got football up there. You got the CFL. Yeah, the CFL. I used to work tickets for the CFL at our local stadium. Okay. And you know what? They would give us samples of chips to hand out at the end of the game. And when it was a game our city lost, it was the worst thing to have to do because people would just throw them at you. They'd be so upset. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. You always hoped for a win. We're just like, I only make $10 an hour. Like, why are you doing this? It's so amazing. maybe I'm a little biased against sports. Maybe that's it. That's it. It's just biased. I, I love that so much that you guys like, that just seems like such a, just a Canadian thing to do. I told oh. you Canadians are not nice to other Canadians. <laughs> I said this. I don't mean the throwing of the chips. The fact that you hand out potato chips at the end of a game, <laughs> is just such a weird thing to me. <laughs> well, samples of other things. I think we did like a little half sample protein bars once. Uh, once was like cans of something, you know, it was just all these. I mean, I guess those, yeah, they're probably league sponsors, right? Like, yeah, I mean, mean, you say it was Tim Hortons field. So it's not like Tim Hortons is handing out samples because that product works. So they don't, they don't need <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, they don't need to. They don't, they need, don't to need to add on their free calamari chips. Yep. <laughs> calamari chips. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we should start talking about this movie. <laughs> Because as much fun as it would be to basically turn this into an episode of Opinionated Lushes, um, we <laughs> yeah, should actually. Yeah, that's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be fun since I'm drinking a lovely um, strawberry watermelon flavored water. So, 
Ooh, that's almost a drink. It, it's, it's what I drink. <laughs> he doesn't drink, and my podcast also revolves around drinks, which I assume your Drunken yes. Theory podcast also does. So he's the odd one out. I am absolutely the odd one out, and I'm okay. I'm with drinking that. the full contact Imperial Hazy IPA, which is delicious and wonderful. And this is like my third. Like I'll probably have like ten more. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's still turn like, into Chevy Chase by the end of the night. Yeah, these yeah. are like 8.8%, so I could probably only have a few more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so about this movie. About this movie. So we are doing uh, National Lampoon's Vegas uh, Christmas. I don't want to say Vegas. I'm going to say it probably two or three more times. Uh, That's Christmas fine. Vacation. And it's you mainly know, I don't because think I've seen Vegas Vacation. I need see, to go watch was, it. That was my introduction to the Vegas, to the vacation movies. Really? Is, that was my first one. So I do have a little bit of a confession to make. And we are going to do the read. And I forgot to tell Jessica that that's also her responsibility as the co-host of the show is to do the yeah, he, read. Okay. But I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a vamp here while she pulls up uh, the, the IMDb page. But this was my first time ever watching this from the beginning to the end in, in one sitting. Oh, wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I know that's amazing to me because I've seen it like a gajillion times. And and I know most people have, and it's gonna be really interesting as we talk tonight because I I feel like my uh perception of this movie is gonna be very different because I watched it for the first time all the way through, you know, twenty four hours ago. Whereas mm-hmm. you probably watched it as a kid and uh you Oh know. yeah, nostalgia is huge with this. Movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it is. The nostalgia so. factor, yes. Like I have stores for anything I saw when I was like ten or below. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what is uh, Christmas Vacation? Okay, so I'm just reading the IMDb storyline. There's no yeah, other. But, okay, I just want to confirm. You're all over it. Okay, it's Christmas time, and the Griswolds are preparing for a family seasonal celebration, but things never run smoothly for Clark his wife Ellen, and their two kids. Clark's continual bad luck is worsened by his obnoxious family guests, but he manages to keep going knowing that his Christmas bonus is due soon. Oh, nice. You, yeah. you, is that like the synopsis? Where did you find that? I don't know. I just said storyline. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was Perfect. the first thing I had there on the IMDb site. So. Yeah, when you go to IMDb, when you scroll down right underneath the trailer that's constantly playing, the where it just says, the Griswold family's plans for a big family Christmas predictably turn into a big disaster. Oh, I, w- I scrolled like past there and went to storyline. No worries. You did exactly <laughs> what I asked you to do, which was ultimately nothing. Because <laughs> I didn't ask you to do this ahead of time. So, again, I'm a bad host at this. I really... Uh, there's no reason why we should be getting ready to celebrate nine years of the podcast. Let's just be honest. Oh my God, nine years and what, like four hundred something episodes? You said this is four hundred and twenty-eight. Yeah, that's insane. I oh had the same God. reaction. Like, <laughs> it just I means that we started a long time ago and no one's told us to stop. So I think we're so. two years and something, and not even a hundred episodes. Like maybe yeah, like but, sixty episodes. <laughs> Yeah, but you probably have significantly more listens than we do, and that's okay. I, I'm I'm proud of our little little corner of the world. Oh, you guys are great. So, so as I said, um, 
I mean, best guess, honestly, you know, Kelly, you said you've seen this movie a thousand times. I mean, you, are we like legitimately talking like triple digits or maybe 20, 30, 40 times? I would say 30, 40 times. Okay. Would be like a real legit yeah. <laughs> guess here. <laughs> Jessica, what would you say? I'm curious. I, I'd probably be like similar because I think like once a year since I was maybe like six when I probably saw it for the first time. And then there's a few years where I watched it two to three times. So, you know, exactly, yeah, that sounds yeah. like a close <laughs> estimate. I would say like, yeah, like 30. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I just for whatever reason, this wasn't just this wasn't part of my viewing. Like we, I certainly didn't watch this with my parents and. Uh, the the few times the, that I would see it would be like on TNT, right, or TBS growing up, and it would always be the same clips. It would always be the sledding scene. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And <laughs> and then it would always be the uh, the turkey bit, right, when the, they open oh, the turkey yeah. up and it just ex- <laughs> it explodes, right? Yeah. Like that was it. So the whole the whole bonus bit I never got uh, when Eddie shows up as unexpectedly. I'd never seen. The fact that they kidnapped the boss, I had never seen. <laughs> the whole scene in the attic was new to me. Like, I'd seen none of that. Uh, or the uh, uh, the sales, uh, when he's uh, getting, the, when he's all tongue-tied and saying, Oh, that, you know, that's fabulous. <laughs> I mean, it's a funny scene. And, like, <laughs> I wrote in my notes. Uh, and for those of you, no, no. If I take a lot of notes, sometimes that means I didn't really like the movie. And if I take only a few notes, that usually means I love the movie because I'm into the mode. I took a lot of notes on this movie. I'm just saying. We'll figure out what that means later. That's all I'm going to say for now. Because I don't want to spend the whole episode you guys yelling at me and being mad at me. Oh, yeah. We're going to later. He's going to wait till he can hang up. Like, he's going to wait till most of the episode is done. And then he's going to be like, okay, now here's my point. And my score out of 10 is three. And then just hang up. Yeah. No, I did want to ask, though, if it's not getting off topic. Like, since that wasn't one of your Christmas movies, like, what did y'all watch in your house? So, so growing up with my parents, I don't have any, honestly, any memories of, okay, it's Christmas time, we have to watch this. I, we didn't do that. I, I remember, you know, like a, like a, a Mickey's Christmas Carol, and I remember the... Um, yeah, Mickey's Christmas Carol and one of the other little video, like it was a VHS kind of thing of, of some Disney stuff and some c- cartoon stuff. But it, we didn't have, okay, it's time to, like, I have never seen, and you both are going to lose your shit, and I know it, and it's fine, and listeners at home are going to lose it too, okay? I have never seen a Christmas story. I was about to ask about a Christmas story. I've seen a Christmas story, a Christmas story too, and a Christmas story Christmas <laughs> So I've not seen it, and it's because I watched a little bit of it one time, and it's when Santa puts his foot on the kid's face and pushes him down the slide, <laughs> yeah. and that bothered me so much as a kid. I was like, I don't want, I don't want any part of that. If because that bothered you, there's, it gets worse. I know. Like I've heard later, I've heard since then, like, cause, and somebody else my age was saying the same thing on a different podcast. They're like, Yeah, I went back and rewatched it for the first time in thirty years. That movie is nothing but a bunch of bullies. And, uh, and the guy was like, yeah, that's why I can't watch it. Because he's like, I was watching it for the first time with my kid. And he was uncomfortable the whole time because he's like, this is the stuff I see at school. And it's just kids bullying this kid. 
And so I'm like, oh, I guess I don't feel bad about it. Plus, you know, the, the dad's an idiot. Like, I don't know. Just There's something about that that never works for me. I don't know why. But it's anyway. It's the nostalgia factor there because I love it. We watched that one on repeat because I think it was like TBS would just play it over yeah. and over and over again on, I think it was like Christmas Eve all the way through mm-hmm. Christmas Day. And it would just be on. <laughs> so we would yeah, watch it I, over and over and over. But I love it. I still love it. Christmas Story 2 is awful. Um, A Christmas Story Christmas is actually really cute. I, I heard that. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, but. But I don't have <laughs> the nostalgia. You don't the original, I don't know how you'd feel about the. A new one, but well, and I don't have the nostalgia of it again. So, like, if I watched yeah. it, it would, if I had to watch it, it would be for the podcast. Honestly, that's yeah. the only way I would watch it is if Jessica next year says you have to do this movie or I'm never coming on your show again. Then I would probably <laughs> do it. But who knows how I'd feel? I have no idea. I'm I'm trying to keep an open mind. But, I wouldn't make you do that. So just I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was giving you an, uh, an awkward example, but my point was back to my notes is to, to the to the to the lady at the counter. Uh, first of all, my wife was like, she was just she was like, we were both kind of uncomfortable, right? It's like when you're watching someone flirt with someone else badly, you know, and it's supposed to be uncomfortable. So like that's what I wrote. I wrote this interaction with the hot store lady was painful, but it's supposed to be. And then yes. I wrote dot dot dot. Wow. And the wow was when she's like showing him his, her underwear. <laughs> well, I wonder if the uncomfortable is just because you're a man, because I think women just think that is funny. <laughs> like, I thought oh, that, that was so funny. Is it? Is that a thing? I don't know. I, I find it like cringy, and then it becomes funny when he gets caught. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, this is awkward and cringy, and she's just trying to make the sale, and you know that. And then when he gets caught by <laughs> Russ, it's like, ha, in your face. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just like it's funny. Well, and it's it's also because it's I'm kind old of funny and to I've me. heard it all. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, and to me, there's there's a a funny timing to it because one of my friends on Twitter who works is in retail, literally like the day before her her tweet, she tweeted simply, "The salesperson is not flirting with you." Like that, and like she tweeted that like eleven thousand times, right? Like like as many times as she can fit in the tweet. And then tweeted that three or four times um, because, you know, she's a female working in that industry. And so she's just like, that's all she wrote. The, so like, so like I'm, that's kind of in the back of my mind. Because, but even in the movie, though, she's kind of flirty with him a little bit. And, I, and of course, she's directed to, you know, to, to do that again. No, <laughs> that's what no, I was saying. They're not they don't like you. They're they're not they, like, if they're fl- they're just trying to get the sale. They're just yeah. trying to say and do Especially the things to get the sale. Especially if they're on commission. Yes. Yeah. Especially if they're on commission. So uh, it, it also reminded me of the the awkward scene with Will Smith in Enemy of the State when he goes into a lingerie store. But, like, the women are just walking around in lingerie. And and he doesn't, like, know what to do. He's super uncomfortable. And then so the girl says, so what about cup size? And he goes, I don't know what that means. And then she points to her boobs. And he just goes, oh, she's way bigger than you. It's a funny scene in a movie that's filled with an action spy thriller. That it's a really funny moment. Funny Enemy moment. of the State. I'm writing that down. Oh, it's a Will Smith <laughs> movie. It's good. It's a Ridley. No, it's a Tony Scott directed movie. It's got Will Smith. Oh, I like and, Tony Scott. And uh, 
crap. I can't think of his name. Anyway, it's not important. The important thing <laughs> is this movie. Yes. Jessica, <laughs> give us your five word review. Okay. I do have two. So, um, uh, my five word reviews tend to be more just like, um, just about how I, the, my overall feeling of this movie. And my first thing that came to my mind was a Christmas movie without Christmas question mark. <laughs> Cause it ends on Christmas Eve. We never see Christmas. It never happens. So is this really more of a Christmas movie than say other not Christmas Christmas movies? Because they still see Christmas Day. So that right. is my five-word review for that one. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. I do. I, I love it. Funny. And I actually never even thought about it. Because, like, in my head, Christmas Eve and Christmas are just kind of wrapped into one kind of thing. So I don't care if it makes it to the next day or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I love it. Well, part of the storyline is whether, like, um, uh, Clark's brother's ki- Eddie's kids are going to get Christmas gifts. Right. And then we right. never see whether they got Christmas gifts. Apparently there is a sequel to this that nobody knows about. Oh yeah, there is with like Eddie on the cover. Yeah. Because somebody on Letterboxd commented on my review of this movie. <laughs> like they're like, don't watch the sequel. And I'm like, what? Yeah. There's a sequel? <laughs> That's what I heard too. I've only seen the cover of it and it's Eddie's like I think it's like Eddie's Christmas. Like, I think that's why it's so bad. Of course, I'm absolutely going to have to watch it. (laughs) But I have not seen it as of yet. But yeah, so that bothered me because I don't like open-ended questions. Especially because a lot of their gifts got damaged during, like, the fire thing and stuff. Yeah, so I was a little... that, That left questions. And then my second one was classics great even when problematic. Because it's a classic and it's great, even when, if it came out today, it would be canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those, I are, don't, those are my five words. <laughs> I like those. Those are good. I love I mean, it. You're, you're, you're not wrong about the whole being canceled thing either. That is, it's, it's got some problems. <laughs> it's a problem. Chevy Chase is a problem. <laughs> well, Chevy Chase himself is a problem, but. That's... Yeah. A different thing. All right, Kelly, what's your five word review? All right, so when I was thinking about reviews and everything, I was thinking about how quotable this movie is. And I was I wishing that I had to the f- Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean for that. Oh. <laughs> I was wishing that I had six words because it would have been bend over and I'll show you, which is also oh, what man. I have on my t shirt right now. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> but so since I only had five words, I've got, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, is a very Ben Everett, I'll show movie. you, is the greatest line ever uttered in any movie. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, Chevy Chase is great. Like, like I find a lot of the actors in this movie were so, like, just the way they delivered their lines was so just, like, it sounded out of pocket. Like, it sounded like they just did it there. Like, there was no script. That was just how it went. It's so incredible. Like, why's the carpet all wet, Todd? It's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> okay, can we talk about those two for a second? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Like, they are literally only there to just be defeated constantly, right? <laughs> like, Like, they are... 
I mean, because Chevy Chase is already kind of the wily e. coyote in in the cartoon here in this mm-hmm. movie. But like, if there was a second character that when the coyote is failing to get the Roadrunner, they he also foiled their the other person's plans, whatever. <laughs> like that's what they are. Like they're just trying to live their life, and he is. I mean, everything is just a nightmare. And again, all, all I could think of is. Boy, they would have sued the shit out of him. Yes. As, as, as much of damage as he's, you know, he broke windows and cut down a tree. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that that would just not work in in today's okay. society. But it's just too funny to me. So I, I, I'm not quite sure about that because there is a lot of stuff that you will put up with from crazy neighbors if they're also somewhat entertaining. And I. I know that from experience. <laughs> like, we have had some like really crazy neighbors who have like run into like other people's yards and into their trees on like drugs and all kinds of stuff. Not that I live in a bad neighborhood because I don't. I just live it. We just have had crazy people. So I don't know. I, I, I think that there's some entertainment value there. Well, they also I, don't know that it was. Like the icicle thing, they don't know that though it was the Griswolds. They highly suspect, but they don't know because yeah. the weapon right. melted. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, but again, it just all of they they are there for is to just be shit on the whole movie. Yeah, and, and just I mean that you know it's it's like the movie that you know the director's going okay, this part of the movie's getting a little slow, so let's just do something <laughs> bad to them. You know, just let's let's we'll bump up the funny for just a minute because that's all they were there for. I mean, like we have we don't the literally the first time we meet them is when he goes, oh, you got too much. You know, where are you going to put that tree? Because he thinks he's got one. He goes, oh, bend over and I'll show you. Yeah. Like, you can't talk that's to me like that. It's like I was but talking also, to her. So obnoxious. You want them to get it. Like, you won't be. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, they are the victims in this situation with the Griswolds, but they're not likable, so I don't care. Like, I'm not feeling but, bad for them. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's but why that's it's what, funny. It's, like, yeah, it's a John Hughes movie for that. Like, that's what makes it a yeah. John Hughes movie, is yeah. that if you're going to make sure, if we're going to make sure that we've got some bad guys here that you can hate, I mean, like, the only way we could have, they could have been more dislikable is if somehow they would have injured an animal. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, you have a dog. Dogs are gross and ugly. And you know what I'm saying? Like, if they would have been like beating puppies, is the only way we could, they could have been more douchey. The so. matching sweatsuits, you know? Oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. With the Evian water. <laughs> they were just visually uh, unlikable. Like, before you even right. hear them talk, and then you hear them talk, and then it just continues. You're like, oh, that's right. Yeah. It's whatever the late 80s version of, uh, of like the 90s yuppies were <laughs> and i don't know what today's are just i guess well yuppies zen x emerged in the 80s Gen so Z. they were just the yuppies <laughs> it, it was just it's too funny i love uh it. all right y'all ready for my five word review are you yes. are you ready yes okay. Okay, here we go is it gonna make us mad i don't know we'll find oh, out okay okay does this movie hold up <laughs> Do you right. want to answer to that? <laughs> In my opinion, this movie it holds up for you two. And it holds up for everyone that's seen this movie before 2022. 
but I saw it for the first time 24 hours ago. And for me, this doesn't hold up. Now, I still laughed at a lot of the jokes. The stuff was still pretty funny. I really had a good time with Cousin Eddie and all of his ridiculousness. I mean, he's just like they could not have cast a better person for it because that dude is legitimately crazy. I mean, I I feel like (laughs) they just said, hey, uh, Randy Quaid, just act like you, (laughs) you know? I mean, there's a reason why he's been hiding in Canada for the last 30 years because he yep. can't step foot back here, right? He's <laughs> he's just he's cousin Eddie, right? And uh, there was a lot of the, the I mean, it just a lot of it worked, but there's a lot of it that's just slapstick for the sake of slapstick, right? When he's mm-hmm. in the attic and the boards are hitting him in the face, I I was rolling my eyes. Nothing about that to me was funny. When he's walking on top of the drywall. All I'm, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm, as, as a guy who has worked in ceilings before, I'm saying out loud, you can't stand on that. And any man <laughs> worth his salt would know that, that you can't stand on that. You stand on the beams. As a man who has fallen through a ceiling, wasn't my own, it was at a construction site. As one who's fallen through a ceiling, I can attest to you, you can't stand on that. I didn't, I wasn't standing on it. I slipped, but I went through the, mm. it was a drop ceiling. It hurt very badly. Um, the other thing that drove me crazy. And again, it was a great gag. The whole, the tree, the lights on the house, right? It was, it was funny to watch him struggle with the lights and he goes through and he checks one, every, each one individually. And, and, and I'm fine with, with all of that, but it comes down to it's a switch in the garage that he's got like 48 outlets plugged <laughs> into, or 48 plugs plugged into this thing, right? Yep. Every man ever <laughs> worth, you know, knows what every, I'm going to refer, okay, I shouldn't say every man because I know that there's a lot of men that, that are not home, whatever, and that, that, that women are that. I'm going to get in trouble here a little bit. Any <laughs> man that is as, as, a, as a handyman as this actor or this character is portrayed as is that mm-hmm. fair yes that, he uses no, a chainsaw i mean a guy that yeah he has a chainsaw with the hockey mask this is a guy with an extension ladder which doesn't work very well i mean like he like he is a a manly do-it-yourself kind of guy and yet he doesn't i know what okay. every outlet and every switch in this house does he okay. would, i don't know that he is though like i think that all men want to be and they have those toys and they think they know how to use them. And the fact that like Beverly D'Angelo in the end just goes and flips the switch and makes everything okay again is so funny to me because. It's, it's... No, it, it is funny. I, I get the gag. I really do. But my problem is, is that I'm eye rolling also. I, I'm laughing at the character. I'm not wa- laughing with him. I'm laughing at him going, how freaking dumb are you? You should know your house. Well, I was about to say, is this the first time he's ever put lights on this house? Yes. Like, even before, like, maybe this is the first time he did a lot of lights on this house. But if he ever put his, like, he had those the old reindeer set. I'm sure he hooked that up before. Did he not know what and, switches did that? And that ball of lights clearly came from a, uh, from last year. He just rolled it all up and stuck <laughs> it in a box. That didn't come, you didn't buy it from Walmart out of that. So, 
Yeah, it's just... <laughs> but you kind of wonder, though, because, like, at the very beginning, you know, um, Beverly D'Angelo is like, you know, are you sure you just don't want to go away for Christmas? So it kind of oh, makes sense, like, this is the first time, at least, that they're having the big crowd at their house. So maybe this is the biggest, well, you know, the time he's tried to do the biggest thing. And that was a surprise for both my wife and I when watching this. We did not realize that the family shows up at the beginning of the month. They're there for a month. <laughs> yeah. I, are you kidding me? No wonder he's ready to kill people and, and kidnap people by the end. A month. Good hell. Like, there's no oh, way. Yeah. And so that's what was confusing because when we all, she and I both thought, you know, like, oh, the family's showing up. It's Christmas time. And then he's like, oh, he's putting the, he's putting up the lights. He's putting the lights up like Christmas Eve. And then as the advent calendar started opening, I'm going, oh, this this is like back in December first <laughs> when they all showed up. So <laughs> it, it was it was very, you know, again, very new for me. It was it was a good time. So the worst part about that is that he planned this Christmas and then he goes off to work or he's outside in the garage or he's out putting lights on the house or whatever else. Well, his wife's inside the house, cooking food, taking them shopping, everything else, even though he planned that. So he knew what he was doing, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I did like that. He had a, a little like folding paper plan of, you know, like uh, of everything, you know, he, he had it already. I thought he, he holds up his, <laughs> His plan of the the lights. He's like, mm-hmm. he's looking at the lights. He's looking at the plan. It's like, well, you know what? If a guy that's that meticulous that drew out blueprints, a wiring diagram for his <laughs> Christmas, like he would know which switch turned on the lights. Just saying. Well, even his wife asked if he made sure to plug in because she knows how he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they all kind of know how he is. I feel like he, he pays attention to, like, these broad details and not the, like, really small, important details. Yeah. <laughs> and also, <laughs> clearly, he's got a little bit of a temper when Rusty went to go talk to him and he just looks at him and he's like, good talk, Dad, and just walks away. <laughs> it's like, well, we know not to talk to Dad. Um, I just... Uh, I, the the movie was... There was a lot of very funny moments for the movie for me. It was just one of those things where there was... Uh, I, again, we don't know what was in the attic. He goes in the attic to hide presents for some reason. We don't yep. why we don't know why he's hiding them in the attic because the tree is there. Just put them under the tree. They're wrapped. So he goes into the <laughs> attic yeah. and he puts this box and then he pulls out another box that says like 1959 Mother's Day present. So obviously he had hidden a gift something for his mom. there before, yeah. But we don't know what it is. We never find out what that is. There's no payoff there. But it's, also, like, I guess that means he inherited that how. Well, not inherited because she's still alive, but. <laughs> yeah. So either. So that was the house he grew up in and they moved out and he hid that. And, 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 and of course, I, I still don't <laughs> understand how a, a pull down attic thing doesn't work from the in the top. <laughs> right. I, like, like, that's not yeah. how that works. There's not like a latch on the other side. And then. You Why know, is he watching these home I movies? Honestly, have never been in my attic, and I probably will never go in my that's, attic. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, I didn't know that, like, like that. I believed it because I don't have. I've never been in an attic like that. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Like, why, you know, like I was just like, <laughs> okay. But I did wonder about it. I'm like, is that true? <laughs> it's just a hinge with a spring. I was I just mean, like, oh, it's old. 
Like maybe old people just didn't think they might need to open it from like like people generations ago just didn't think about that, you know. I was like, Oh, it makes sense. It's the old house, you know. <laughs> didn't even question it. <laughs> <laughs> As a guy who's had to spend many hours in the attic, you know, moving wires and, and boxes and stuff. Yeah, that's that's definitely not a thing. And then the fact <laughs> that he sits on it to watch the home movies. I the gag worked. I mean the gag made me laugh, but it's just I, I, <laughs> And the other part, when he goes through, right, he goes through the ceiling and he's on the the top bunk, which again, there's no resolution to that. It's kind of like a cartoon or a sitcom when something bad happens. They're just, we just move away from the camera. Just there's, there's never a moment where there's a kid looking in the bed through the ceiling into the (laughs) attic or, or someone saying, (laughs) you know, like there, there would have been just as funny if some kids like. I can't sleep on the top bunk. It's too cold, right? Because the attic <laughs> air is blowing down, right? There, there was no payoff there. But when he went through, I thought, oh, he's just going to then go through that hole. That's how That's what I thought, it. too. You've yeah. already made the hole, so you're going to have to patch it. You might as well just get out. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> <laughs> it just he's stays like, up there. Wear some furs. Watch <laughs> some movies. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, my gosh. And then, and I, <laughs> the SWAT team at the end cracked me up. Yeah, it sounds cop. like you liked this movie. That's what I'm getting from this. He doesn't want to admit that he liked it, but he really I know. Did. There was a lot of fun to be had. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm kind of laughing at the movie. So I don't know if that's the is that the same thing. I don't know because there's a lot of dumb. There's a lot of dumb in this movie. I mean, I feel uh, like they did that on purpose. That's just National oh, yeah. Lampoon, you know? It's, yeah. Oh. You're yeah. and you're right, and I and I and I forgot honestly because Vegas Vacation is kind of a not serious, but it's not a parody. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one felt more parody than the other one. So I uh, that was my that, I saw Vegas Vacation in a theater, and <laughs> and I, uh, I I I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. And I, and there's a really funny you know uh, Rusty who's only like 19 gets a fake ID. Mm-hmm. And he goes gambling and is really good <laughs> at it. And I'm like, because you said you hadn't seen it, so I don't want to spoil it. But he's really, he's really good at it, and ends up and like there's this weird love triangle between Chevy Chase and his wife and oh, what's that? that I singer? can't remember. It's I haven't seen singer. that movie in forever. I can't think of his name either. But it's um, I'll I'll look it up. It's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, Wayne Newton. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's just so weird. So, I feel anyway. like any Christmas special, like most Christmas specials of movies, ends up being cheesy. I feel like that's just when you add Christmas onto it, it's just it's going to be cheesy. Extra cheese comes yeah. with Christmas. I just and it's I funny. Am super forgiving of Christmas movies. Like yeah. if I could watch it, five stars. Okay, okay, <laughs> Miss Jessica over here if saying. If I watch it and want to watch it again, yeah, absolutely, it's five stars. You know, <laughs> Jessica over here saying is forgiving. She's more forgiving, but she wasn't very forgiving on Spirited. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, but that I'm had Ryan it, Reynolds. Yeah. That had Ryan Reynolds. I'm just automatically biased towards him now. You know, so I can't. I can't help that. I can't help that. Plus, it was a Christmas Carol again. Yeah. But, like but another yeah, one and another one and another one. We really one. need another Christmas Carol movie. I mean, Scrooge did it the best. <laughs> Should have just well, stopped the, after Scrooge. 
and they make reference to that. They literally say, wait a minute, this is a, like a Christmas Carol? Like like the Bill Murray? He goes, yeah, it's the Bill Murray movie and all of the other ones no one asked for. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're making yeah. fun of themselves a little bit. Okay, okay. What's with Christmas movies having to be about making rich guys nice? Because even this movie ends with the rich guy being like, yeah, you're right. I should pay my workers. Like that's <laughs> why is that like a Christmas trope? <laughs> I don't and like that's literally Christmas Carol. And then they like kind of changed it for for this movie too. W- could National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation be considered a Christmas Carol almost? It just didn't have ghosts. It just had gags. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've, I've never thought about it, but you know I guess I guess that is a a thing where. And maybe it's a thing where workers are all like, I hope my boss is just going to like all of a sudden be nice and give me a bonus or give me the day off. Or, you hope know. they have Christmas spirit. <laughs> if not, I yeah. guess I'm working. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a Christmas trope. I don't understand. I... <laughs> I, don't know I had I, the same argument about Spirited, okay? Like, I brought this up, too. I yeah. was like, why? Yeah, she did. Um, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to have to watch it. It's, it's a good time. Don't listen like, to it. on Apple, and I'll, like, protest. <laughs> I said it was Apple. a good time. I said it was a good time. I just had certain <laughs> issues with it. I gave it a decent rating, like a she 7 did. or something. Like, I was very... Stop saying I didn't like it. Oh, you're, you're... Libel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's slander. Uh, slander. In spoken yeah, word. It's libel libel is in print. <laughs> <laughs> and and it is, okay. Side note: I know that only because of the movie Spider Man. <laughs> right. So there are, there are lots of oh little weird God. little facts I like that that I. Yeah, there's lots of little things like that that I that I know from because of movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. stuff. So like I'll say something like that and. You know, my wife or my dad will go, how do you know that? And I'll just say, well, I'm a college-educated man. Come on. But then, <laughs> like, well, it's from Spider-Man. Because when Tobey Maguire says, you can't say that, that's slander. He goes, no, in print, it's libel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she's, no she, I'm, I am giving her a hard time. I mean, we, it was a movie that worked for most of us. And Jessica liked it just a little bit less than the rest of us, but a I made a little it, bit. Yeah, but I made it seem like she hated it, like she <laughs> wanted it to be burned and never be seen by the light of day, and she wants to sue Apple for for making us watch it. So, I mean, uh, maybe. That, I mean, maybe. But no, I'm it. kidding. I'm kidding. I, I didn't hate it that much. I swear. I swear. You didn't, you didn't hate it at all. Exactly. See, now we have him saying that. Yeah, you said you gave it like a seven or something. Yeah, That's not see, hate. and now we have him on record saying, I didn't hate it at all. So from now on, you can't say I didn't hate it. We have it recorded. You gave well, it, it a, yeah, you gave it a. And then listen to y'all's episode. <laughs> you, yeah, you gave it, uh, well, wait, hold on. That doesn't make sense. What? I'm doing. I'm looking at my score sheet here. It doesn't oh, make sense. maybe I gave it a six. I don't remember. Well, no, because you, because uh, all five of us were there, right, for that episode. You, Sonia, Andrew, Sam, and myself were there, right? Andrew wasn't there. Andrew wasn't there. Then you gave it a seven. Yeah. D. That's what it was. Memory of an elephant. That's right. I don't know what that means, but okay. Ele- elephants never. I know forget. elephants never forget, but <laughs> I, I still don't understand why that why that's a thing. Uh, all right. I'm going to cook through a few more of my notes before we get to clips, uh, because otherwise I feel like I'm just going to sit here and make fun of Jessica some more. She's <laughs> never going to want to come back on the show. So. 
I'm an easy target. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. So I already mentioned. Did you your shirt? On my shirt? No, yeah. actually, it's a friend of mine who's a musician <laughs> named Todd Barriage, and he does uh, covers. Yeah, I, totally I buy merch for my friends. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And then you just, you could say, "Hey, your shirt was on YouTube, and seven people saw it." So there you go. Yes. <laughs> I, I think our average. We don't. This is this is. We've only recently started. And by recently, I mean last week. Started putting video on YouTube just because. The guys yeah. don't usually, they're like, I don't, I don't care. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start doing it because it's YouTube. Why not? So maybe we'll get up to, you know, eight viewers. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, we, we've been doing it since the beginning and we have uh, 52 subs on ours, but we have so many videos on there and uh, we put uh, unlisted videos on there that we link to our Patreon too. So yeah. that only, you know, we just use our YouTube for all of that. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, you can get. Three videos on this from Drug Theory. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, whatever. Uh, okay, so a couple of notes I did write down was uh, I was, again, they're watching a parade and I was confused by the parade because it's clearly not the Macy's Day parade because it's like the middle of December. So I guess it's just a generic Christmas parade in Chicago, I guess. Yeah. Um, I did like the ladder stunt work that they were doing. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, I was, I was actually really impressed with that because some of those shots were, I mean, I know it's a, it's a stunt double, but there's a, there's a guy on a ladder doing some stuff and that was kind of, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, let's see. I was also always wondered why the way that he wired it, was he standing in the middle of the yard to connect things? Like that seems like <laughs> such a waste of, of uh, extension cords, you know, <laughs> just like everything. Again, I'm an AV guy, so like all of my wires are tucked away and hidden. So like even during the daytime, you don't really see them at all because that stuff bothers me. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's in the middle of the yard, you know, I mean, it's a cool shot with him. He connects it and then it finally comes on. You get the Hallelujah chorus. I mean, I get that part. It's just, I, I guess they're in the middle of the yard for the shot. I guess that's that's the answer to why. But it's and he's very he's very theatrical. Like that's, that's what he wants to do. I mean, that's why he got the biggest tree and everything like that. So him, yeah. I can see, I could literally see him adding an extension cord just, just to be to able be... to do that. Like you for his family. He, he is very extra. I, I, <laughs> I didn't say this. I didn't, this is my first note, by the way. So my first two notes are, are, um, are, uh, time code to capture clips. My first note that I wrote down is Clark is a dick. <laughs> we see him right the first time we see him on camera he's singing carols badly and then torture his children and then he gets into some road rage with two rednecks and then almost (laughs) dies by a trucker just like i don't understand like just let the guy go he i mean first he brake checks you right so obviously Mm -hmm. this is long before the time of you know dashboard cameras on the on the thing because that's illegal but you know he brake checks you just let him go like oh clearly these are people that don't care about insurance and premiums and car Mm -hmm. fixing whatever just these guys probably have guns in their truck just let them go but now he's gotta rev the all four and a half cylinders of that piece of crap car and just (laughs) nearly 
where you could tell that you're from North Carolina and I'm from South Carolina because that seemed totally legit to me. I'm like, I know, I know people that do this. Like, I, I have said that y'all are like Target and we're like Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> if you're comparing like. the two. But yeah, for real. That didn't seem odd to me at all. I'm like, yeah, I know everybody in this scenario. <laughs> My my favorite my favorite thing to come out of South Carolina, of course, is the Carolina squat. So thank you for that, South Carolina. If you don't know what that is, it's when it was a fad for about five years, and then they made it illegal, where you get these big pickup trucks and you lower the back mm. so that you're looking up into the sky. That started in South Carolina. It's called the Carolina squat, and they made it illegal because you can't see where the f you're going. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody here can drive. It's all obnoxious. It's awful. Oh. I lived in South Carolina for a year, one one year, and I said I can't do it anymore. I had to move back to North Carolina, and I'll never forget they they passed a state tax on gas because South Carolina is notorious for having the cheapest gasoline in the southeast. Ah. North Carolina it's like two eighty one, Georgia it's two eighty one, Virginia it's two seventy nine, South Carolina is like two forty, and we're like yeah, but all of your roads are terrible. That is and, true. Yeah. So South Carolina said, we're going to put a five cent tax on our gas, you know, a flat five cent tax to pay for the roads. And people lost their minds. Yes. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, you, you can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Like you're you're some of your roads. I mean, they, there was a, a huge flood back in 2016 or 17. And there were sections of road that are missing. When I lived there in 2018, they're still missing. It's like, yeah. Go yeah. fix your shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's awful. Ugh. Yeah, the infrastructure here is just terrible. Like, and it, it, it's amazing because I work for a company in Colorado where they have all the weed money. So yeah. when I travel to Colorado, I'm like, oh, my God, everything is wonderful here. You know? <laughs> I love visiting Colorado. It's so pretty. It's like, yeah, it's a cool place. It's so great to drive there. All of the roads are clean and there's no crackheads everywhere. It is just like <laughs> amazing. But also, apparently they bury their power lines so their power never goes out. And I'm just like. Well, they, they live in a foot of snow all the time. so I'm Right. Gonna, yeah. Which is why I can't live there, which is why I'm like, yeah, I'll be remote forever because I need to live on the equator or something <laughs> all the time. I'm Canadian and we our power goes out in the winter all the time. You'd think we'd be prepared for it. Our drivers, snow happens and everyone forgets how to drive. Like, everyone thinks us Canadians, we're so used to, like, this weather. We're not. We're fake Americans. That's what we are. Well, the the best part, since we're in this weird conversation and not about National Lampoon's Christmas <laughs> oh, Vacation, so is that I, I started like I it. It's fine. No, this I, happens every episode I'm on, so it's yeah, fine. It's, and, it, and it's not actually you, Jessica. It's mostly my fault because, again, <laughs> I'm a bad host. And that's in North Carolina, right, we have... We have mountains here, so we do get some snow. Not crazy snow, but we do get some snow. But so the northerners that live here, right, because we have a lot of people. Charlotte is a very transient city, right? We have a lot of Pittsburghs, Pittsburghians, and Philadelphians, and New Yorkers, and Bostonians. They move here because the it's, it's significantly cheaper than those places, and the crime rate's a little bit better, and it's warmer. But the one time a year, the one weekend a year that we get snow, 
we here in North Carolina lose our minds. We don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. We just don't. And though I went to school in the mountains and I learned how to drive in snow, not everybody gets that opportunity. So they lose their minds. But all of the northerners make fun of us. <laughs> you Yankees don't know how to do blah, 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 blah. And, of course, we're like, yeah, but when it comes to summertime and it's 101, we're not dying. Whereas <laughs> you guys are all you know, miserable. So it's kind of funny to me. But, yeah, here, I mean, people lose. I mean, bread and milk, if they threaten snow, what? all you, you can't make a milk sandwich. It, they're All of it's gone. So it's Why just, is that a thing? Because that's not know. what I want if I'm snowed in. Like, I don't either. I don't want perishable items. I want canned food. Well, okay. <laughs> I want the like potato chips. Like, well, I was gonna say potato chips in uh, the maritime provinces. You buy storm chips, and it's literally a bag that's like this big of three different kinds of chips all mixed she's, in together, and they're called storm chips. And you go and you stock up on storm chips before the storm. That's like classic. For those of you who are listening only to the podcast, uh, she she made a, a shape about the size of her body. So, <laughs> you know, about, you know, and I want of, that bag of chips. I know. Yeah. And they're called storm chips. Like you can Google it. Like it's a big maritime thing. Like they 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 know how to storm prep. A southern I Ontarian do not. Somebody from our Canada office to send me some storm chips. Some storm chips. I like that. I want to see if we can find some here. We just have hurricanes here, and so we don't have anything like that. We just, I don't know. The, the, the only time, the only time <laughs> no, that we no. had to deal with it was in 2018 when we had, oh, shit, what hurricane hit us? I can't remember what it was called. And it was a hurricane that came through. It hit Charlotte pretty bad, and we lost power for a few days. And I was the, the house I was living in was on well water. Mm. And so we ran out of water pretty fast. Uh, so we, like, we would fill up the bathtubs with water that we could heat up and cook with and things like that. But that, that the, the bathtub didn't work very well because the drain sucked. And so, and then one, unfortunately one of the children doing what they're supposed to flush the toilet. We're like, well, there goes all that water. So we ended up having yeah. to stay at my parents, which was fun. I'm <laughs> in a flood zone. Um, I'm at the top of the hill. So my house is always fine. But we have found that the bottom of the hill will flood so bad that nobody can get through. And we're in a cul-de-sac. So, like, when I worked outside of the home, like, at one point, Matt would call me and be like, hey, you can't come home because it's flooded at the bottom of the hill. Oh, no. <laughs> but Storm chips. Storm did you, chips. You is see a them? Flurry, is a flurry of flavors. Four yeah. flavors oh in oh, one bag. Four flavors, yeah. Smoking <laughs> sweet barbecue, sea salt and vinegar, homestyle ketchup, and creamy dill. A perfect <gasps> snack combination to weather the storm. <laughs> you That's lost amazing. me at ketchup. I don't like ketchup either, but you pick around it. They I also have totally loaded. They I'll have totally loaded a ketchup flavored chip, but they have loaded hot dog potato chips. And covered bridge potato chips. What the hell? Is it <laughs> oh, covered bridge is the company. Never mind. <laughs> okay, like, I told you we have we do have weird chip flavors though. Like that's we experiment here. Uh, do y'all have the contests? Like here, Lay's will have like a contest to like pick the next flavor. Do yeah. y'all have that? Uh, we get the bags. I never check. Like I, I personally, <laughs> I never check because a lot of contests will like appear on the product, but will still only be like U.S. only or like specific oh. provinces aren't allowed or all around. Yeah, so possibly. 
So back to my notes. Um, <laughs> We've just been all around the world. This is the best. No, seriously, this is totally fine. And, and no one listening will complain about this. They would probably rather listen to us talk about storm trips than me make fun of this movie. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty happy about storm trips. <laughs> I'll, I, try, I'll try to bring a bag for each of you. Oh, nice. Muggle them oh. in. Yeah, bring them to the States. Well, I mean, you know, it'll probably be cheaper for you to, like, sneak them into D- D- Denver next time you're in Denver and then yes. mail them from there. Yeah. <laughs> try that. I'll try yeah, that next just time we sure, get there. I'll, I'll, I'll start working on trying to get your husband booked here in North Carolina. We'll get him Perfect. in Charlotte. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. I love that even in <laughs> Chevy Chase's vision, his, his, his fantasy of his pool, that Cousin Eddie is still weird. <laughs> Like even in his dream, Eddie shows cousin Eddie shows up and is just like taking off his all of his stuff. I mean, it's just the weirdest thing ever, and I absolutely love it. I think it's but don't you have that in your family too? Like that one weird mofo that you know is gonna show up because they're family and they're gonna be weird and you can't and you can't kick them out because they're family. Well, Actually, no. You don't have one. Well, okay. This is going to get a little sad for a second, but we had what I called, his name was Crazy Uncle Steve. Now, he passed away two years ago from cancer, but he was Crazy Uncle Steve. Now, he wasn't like Crazy Eddie, but he he was funny. Like, he was way more fun and more sincere than Eddie, Mm -hmm. but he would do the craziest shit. Um, like this is a guy who used to live on the border at Texas in Texas and he had, uh, lots of security cameras and lots of guns. And when, you know, the border jumpers would come across, he would just stand on his porch with his mini arsenal that he would have and basically hold them hostage until INS or border patrol showed up and pick him up and bust him back over. Like that was his fun time. You know, so it's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, Uncle Steve. I mean, when he was nearing the end, he had cancer, so they they kind of mm-hmm. knew. And my mom went down there to kind of help, kind of clean some stuff up. They decided that okay, we need to um, we need to get all the guns out of the house uh, because as the cancer treatments were kind of going yeah. on, they were afraid that he would forget where they are, and then the grandkids would come over and stumble on a weapon. And so mom took this picture of the dining room table and there was probably about 30 firearms on the table. And so they get them all laid out. And so Steve is sitting, crazy uncle Steve is sitting in his favorite chair and his wife, Carla, um, is there. And she says, I can't believe you had all of these guns here when the grandkids are here. I just, this is so many, but, but they're all out here now. Right. And he goes, Mm -hmm. well, and he reaches under the table where he keeps the, the table and pulls one out. And he's like, well, here's it. She's like, are you serious? He's like, there's actually two more that you guys haven't found yet. Oh, no. <laughs> so, crazy Uncle Steve, may he rest in peace. Again, there's me saying again, again. He's the nice, he was the nicest person ever. He was not, you know, like, like Eddie is nice, but in kind of a selfish way until he does the wrong thing for the right reason at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But Eddie kind of sucks a little bit, you know? But you know he's he's kind of like a big kid that doesn't quite kind of know better. I don't know. Yeah. It's like there's something about Eddie that's kind of off because you know he he kind of seems like this just oh he's an all shucks kind of sweet kind of guy. <laughs> he doesn't he isn't aware 
that he's just a whirling dervish of whirling dervish of, of chaos around him. Yeah. But then at the end, he's having this moment where they're at the store and Chevy Chase is trying to be magnanimous. And he's like, hey, I want to buy your kids I some presents. That. And then he's like, okay. And he pulls out a list. Like he knew this conversation was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And he and says, not only do I, nice. yeah, and I, I want to get you something real nice. You know, it's just. <laughs> well, he's been out of work for seven years. He's waiting for a manager position. Horrible family guest. I think, I think that is, he's supposed to be like the, the worst you can. Yeah. Imagine that's not like a serial kid. You know, yeah. it's still part of yeah. a family, a family comedy. You know, how bad could it possibly get where you would still tolerate them? And yeah. I think that that's how far that goes. I mean, yeah. do you have that guy, Jessica? Do you have that guy in your family? I am that guy in my family. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't go to family events very often anymore. I do see my in-laws, and they let me get shit-faced. And they, I fell last week because it was Christmas. And I fell because I have they're the best waiters. I can tell you that they always are refilling my glass and they just think I'm so funny. <laughs> so like for them, because they're they're like older, like um, my uh, my mother in law is like uh, in her 70s. So she, this purple hair tattooed girl comes in, married her son. And now she just feeds me wine and laughs at all my jokes. So oh my God, I want to be in your family. Because I know, I right? It is judgment. <laughs> and she cooks me all Greek food all the time. And I'm just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I, it took a while to get here. She did not like me for the first five years. But it came around. It came around. I was persistent. So, yeah. So, now I'm, I'm that person. That's nice. me. I appreciate that. That's great. I I would love to have you over for a Christmas party. You know what? Time. I I wore a sweater last week. I wore I they were very smooth with this. You know, start a quick story. I wore a sweater last week for Christmas, and it's a Christmas sweater, and it says, "I'm so good." Santa came twice. Nice. I did. Okay. I think you posted that. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wore that to the in-laws. I didn't say anything. Now, it's pretty hidden. So unless you're like really looking at it, you don't see it. And then she comes out and she's like, oh, I have this shirt that might that you might like. You know, can you go try it on? And so I try it on. She's like, oh, you can keep that and, and wear it for the rest of the night. And I was like, OK. Nice. She didn't nice. mention the sweater at all. I was like, smooth. So, yeah, yeah. She, she knows there's going to be pictures <laughs> and she doesn't want that in the photo album. I like so it. she was smooth. She was smooth. I was like, that's yeah. fine. I'm the guest yeah. here. Yeah. And I got you, a free shirt. And you're not even mad at her for being so smooth about it, right? It's yeah, like, no, it was good. I was impressed, actually. It was, yeah. Like, after I tried it on and she was like, yeah, you can just keep it on. I was like, I, I got you. I got yeah, you. That's cool. <laughs> uh, back to my notes, and we're going to move to clips here real quick. Uh, I, uh, the cat uh, part was really funny to me. The cat in the box was funny. And then, <laughs> again... <laughs> Yes. When he plugs that that and the cat explodes, I, I mean that's that's not how it would work, but it was funny as shit. I lost it on that thing because of the sound effects and they had to throw away the chair. Oh, it was great. Oh, but Eddie wanted the chair. Yeah, yeah he could like refurbish. Like I could have this refurbished. Yeah, it just. Uh, the squirrel part was also funny. I th- people are losing their minds over the squirrel. It's just. Do they not have squirrels where they live? And they're not. That was really funny to me. And then (laughs) my last note was uh, also, well, I did write, uh, how did Eddie know where the boss lived? I mean, I know that he said the street, 
but the, he wouldn't have known what house it is. But right. it's, it's fine. It doesn't matter. And then what the hell kind of keystone SWAT is this was my last note. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. I, I mean, all of the property damage that they now have, the city now has to pay for is just incredible. Well, even the property damage before that, I was thinking, no wonder he didn't have enough money in his account for that swimming pool without the Christmas bonus, because he broke his windows multiple times. He broke the neighbor's windows, you know, and then uh, once on per- like that they at least know of. And uh, just the cost of all that to replace, like I had my windows replaced last year because it was an old house like that. The cost of that, no wonder you're broke, buddy. No wonder. I haven't done right. my windows yet, but I know how much it costs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. All right. Are you ready for some uh, some clippy clips here? I'm yeah. ready for a new beer at a bathroom break. Can that occur? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll do it right before the clip, so go. Perfect. This awkward pause is brought to you by <laughs> me. So I'm having to redo my, oh, here it is. My, my, uh, my music playlist here. Cause I'm on a different computer now and I'm doing it live as opposed to being like a professional. And that's fine on our podcast. Whenever there's a technical difficulty or someone has to get up or whatever. And, and it, I have to edit it out. We just go edit it out and then we take a drink. Nice. <laughs> And then I hear it when I'm editing, and that's how I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, this part. And then I do my cuts. My magic. I'm trying to find my clip. I can't find my... uh... Where is it? Um... I have that one. But where is... I can't find my... uh... What did I do for our our top 10? Out of 10, I mean. I can't find the clip that I usually use for that. Oh, no. that's annoying. I mean, I've got a bunch of other clips here. I have things like uh, Cornelius. I got that. That was when we had a guy on the show named Cornelius. <laughs> so whenever I needed his attention, I would just Cornelius. That that would get my attention. So I'm assuming it worked. Uh, let's see. That's a good clip there. I haven't played that in a long time. That's something I, I want to get set up like a soundboard for our podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is just the the 30 that I pulled over that are in my normal that I use a lot. Mhm. Apparently I don't have the other one. Which is a little frustrating. Let's see if I can find it here. Well, at least you got a little time. Oh wait, can you all see my shirt? Yeah. Just bend over and I'll show you. That's awesome. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. Oh, no worries. I was for a minute. <laughs> he's having to find stuff for the sound stuff, so it's all good. All good. I honestly can't remember what the clip is called, which is not helpful right now. Um, the, the clip he says is, um, wait, what's supposed to happen? That's what it's called. Uh, let's see. Is it under just wait? Is it called wait? <laughs> All right, Swiss Army Man. Oh, oh, slow down. All right, hold on. Is it? All right, so it's not wait. Let's go back to Swiss Army Man because that's what it's from. Hi, kitty kitty. 
He has his own chair. I'm being really quiet <laughs> about that so he doesn't wake up my dog because he gets fried. <laughs> he's got cats, but he's the only one that has a computer chair. Mango gets his nerves tore up if he sees one, like on TV, hears one. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. My cats him. are all wimps. So. <laughs> we got him from the shelter, and when we were, like, in the checkout line or whatever you call it, to get him, a woman came up to us, and they're like, did anybody tell you that he's been returned multiple times? And I'm like, well, no, but why? That's awful. That's sad. And they brought me his paperwork, and it said he eats cats. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you don't have any cats. But now I'm like, oh, my God, we have to take him now. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, no one's gonna take him if it just says he eats cats. Like that's <laughs> like, make sure to put that on like a collar just in case he ever gets out. You know, just he eats cats. So bad. But yeah, we I'm like, well, we don't have any. But and he was bad. Like we had to like pay somebody to come out to our house and train him and everything. Like, it Aww. was a bad dog. But we love him. All right. We ready to to resume? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so resuming. Unfortunately, YouTube people get to just get to have this See moment. It. That's part of the fun. See? Oh. <laughs> uh, they got to see your shirt, though, which is fun. All right, my yes. clips here. All right, I, I didn't find the right clip for whatever, but we're not worried about that. Right now, we're going to play this first clip. We're kicking off our fun old-fashioned family Christmas by heading out into the country in the old front-wheel drive sleigh to embrace the frosty majesty of the winter landscape. It's like that most important of Christmas symbols. It wasn't until I was listening to that where I realized that. The, now, I know that, again, John Hughes wrote this movie. And mm -hmm. John Hughes wrote Chevy Chase's character like this. But his character is the kind of guy that likes to use 15 words when three will do. Yes. <laughs> He's just a guy that just likes to talk. I love it so much. I feel like John Hughes wrote my childhood because like, <laughs> every movie is just like a five star for me. It's like, bam, 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 bam. I just yeah, love it no, he, Well, that's also, I mean, I like John Hughes too. I, I, I really do. And that's one of the reasons why uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is one of my favorite MCU movies because it's basically a John Hughes movie. <laughs> just with uh, Spider-Man. Uh, what did your t-shirt say? Oh, it says this. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I like the way he says it, too. Is, I wasn't talking to you. Just very matter of fact. I just, I want to know, I, I kind of want to know the history. Like, what, why is he so pissed at her to cause, to say that, to have, her, have him say that to her? that he's pissed i just think he knows it's funnier <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, right. he is very extra i feel like yeah. for like all his all the things are on vacation so we never get to see his relationship with the neighbors often so i feel like that's kind of we're missing we're mi that's that's the in between the movies this is really also i'm wondering is that her house that oh, Todd know. is hanging out because when she boots him out, she has no issues booting him out and is like, you can't come back in. Like, 
I still if don't know why the police busted in there. There's no reason for <laughs> them to do that other than life. just Maybe to make her scream. Maybe she's been there messing with him for years. <laughs> There's just no reason. If you want in, you're going to have to break the door down. <laughs> SWAT comes in and she screams. Again, there was no reason other than for us to laugh at them. You know, just because. <laughs> Sometimes that's reason enough. Yeah. That's all you need. All right, uh, clip number three. I, I must have hit enter before I was done typing, so I don't know what this is. So, mystery clip. Oh, no, no, she's not dead. Yeah, we're just divorced. She's history. And obviously she doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> there are plenty of shopping days left until adultery's adulthood, which is to say Christmas as a Yule, Yule log. Not a log, I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, <laughs> if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. <laughs> Good golly. Tis the season to be merry. Well, that's my name. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, women, ladies, have you ever experienced a man, either to you or indirectly, be that much of a buffoon (laughs) when it comes to talking to another woman? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Especially when I'm working. Like when I used to work, I I remember like I would work at like Pizza Hut (laughs) and I'd be waiting tables um, during buffet and we'd have construction guys come in. And those would be the guys that would just like talk, talk, talk. And like you knew half of them were married, but they like sometimes they would let you know that they were married and they still just. But like, like, it's not that he's because what's funny is because he's stumbling over his words. I mean, he's. He's trying to come across as smooth and it's absolutely failing. I guess is my point. Because like because one, I'm not smooth to begin with, so that's never been an issue for me. And two, usually for me, it's just uh, you know, my default setting is humor. So yeah. I'm trying to make you know, I'm trying silence to silence works wonders. So when someone's like hitting on you and you don't talk back, then they fill in the space. Yeah. So because she's not talking back and she's just letting him go on, that's what happens. It might it might have been smooth that she have in, interjected at any point with like another comeback or something, but it wasn't. It was just him going on because she was just letting him. Yeah. Yeah. And you you also have to remember that this was the eighties. Yeah. I mean, it was expected that men were going to behave this way, and so like you know, I didn't cocktail waitress in the 80s i did in the 90s but still you know it was there is kind of the expectation that men are going to act this way and as long as they don't get too you know handsy or whatever (laughs) and And men men are not as smooth as they think they are that's absolutely true (laughs) (laughs) as 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 the man on this episode currently i will 100 percent agree with you you were absolutely yeah. because I've watched my friends who think they have game and absolutely just shit the bed because they don't. <laughs> they but don't. they but it usually works for them because they're attractive. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Or it's a numbers game, you know. Yeah. You, if you hit on a lot, at least someone's gonna find you charming. <laughs> <laughs> you playing the odds, you know? <laughs> there, there's a joke in there that like, that's how I found my wife, is that I just, you know, it was a numbers game and I yeah. just, 
I've been married or in relationships like for so long. I don't even remember what that world is like. Like, but I do remember being hit on when I was much, much, much younger and waitressing and stuff, but just remembering that it was expected. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, This Uh, made me laugh out loud. Nervous or excited? Shitting bricks. (laughs) You shouldn't use that word. Sorry. Shitting rocks. <laughs> like, you can't even be mad at that. You're like, that's right. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's too funny. Uh, it's great. I just, I, it, it reminds me, again, it's a dumb bit, but it's the same bit where um, in Thor Ragnarok, when the, the lady is telling Jeff Goldblum, she's like, the slaves have escaped and they're attacking the mainframe. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like that word. She goes, what, mainframe? He goes, why would I not like mainframe? And she goes, oh, sorry. The prisoners with jobs. He goes, okay, thank you. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I want to know uh, at what point in her life she was told that bricks was a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's more that she just didn't realize that shit wasn't. <laughs> because she heard it so much. I just yeah. imagined them moving into the RV and like Eddie having a talk with his children about how they don't need like brick houses anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, that's yeah. why we're moving to this RV. We're over that. That's not a word we speak around here. You know? Just <laughs> yeah. like rocks, rocks. Got it. You did kind of feel bad for those kids because at the end of the movie, they still have to go back and live with him. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> now I'm going to watch it's... part two just because I want to know what happens, <laughs> even if it's the worst movie ever. It's just like, there's. Does DHS need to be called? I mean, are we okay? I don't know. Uh, speaking of Eddie. Shitter was full. Right. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those lines. See, that was a moment that I, I remembered from the movie before the viewing. Was I remembered that moment. Yeah. You know, the, that was pretty iconic. <laughs> yeah. Shitter was full. <laughs> it's just, it's I just so imagine the smell. Because he did that in the storm drain for, like, days before. And, like, I get it's cold. That maybe, like, helped a bit, but it's still cool. Well, as a guy that that lived in a camper for uh, nine months while our house was being built, but it was at a campground, so we had a Mm. sewer line. But as the kid that had to help his dad clean the sewer line, yeah, that's that's foul. (laughs) Yeah. It just is what it is. Speaking of, uh, you mentioned it earlier. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) Uh, That's a great endorsement for Tylenol. They must love that. 
All right. The funny th- I just want to say the funny thing about that scene for people that care about this movie. Uh, funny thing about that scene was they thought it was all ad libbed, but actually the actors not on camera while he's doing that were wearing words across their like like around their necks, uh, like on signs, so that he had the words to like just the insults, so that he just had the insults and he just pieced them together in the monologue. So yeah, that's fun trivia. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that so much now. Yeah. It's like you want to go back and see, oh, there's the sign. That's why you hear him really punctuate a lot of those insults, because those are the only words he's seeing, and he's just like, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> and all, and just imagine all the actors there behind, like, the camera yeah. with, like, words on signs on their on their necks. That's yep. right. I love it. That's all right. fantastic, so you don't love it. <laughs> it is time for the game, and this week the game is brought to you by... Three years in the making and countless amounts of rage later. It's the third annual Film Rage Krampus special. Yay! Yeah. With our very special guest, the god of rage himself, Casey the Nerdy Photographer. Hans Gruber had this to say. I first met Krampus in uh, a Bavarian beer hall in the mid-90s. Santa's head elf, Ernest J. Keebler, Ernie to his closest friends said... I haven't seen hairy balls like that since, uh, well, <laughs> let's just say it's been a long time. Is it true? Will there be Krampus's hairy balls? Yep. Don't miss the event of the holiday season. Three years in the making. Gather the children and grandparents around the Krampus podcast listening bag and get ready for... Film Rage 3rd Annual Krampus Special! Streaming live starting December 28th, 2022, everywhere. Look for Film Rage Podcast, where you find your podcasts and feel the rage! And now for some more bad news. Ready? That's right, this is the game. This is the game that we normally called Hey, Did You Notice? But Jessica made the game this week, so I don't know what this game is called. Uh, hey, did you notice? <laughs> All right. It's still called Hey, Did You Notice? This is a game where it's not trivia based. It's things from the movie. Did you notice them? We'll go back and it's, forth. It's a, It's not. Okay. It's a little but, bit of both. It's, it's, you would have, you will have the answer if you watch the movie. Is okay. that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Well, that's kind of how we, we do it too. It's like, okay. it's stuff. It's things from the movie, but with Andrew here, it would have been something like, um, Name three of the uh, 32 insults that he just did in the monologue. Or uh, name uh, name the uh, how many <laughs> lights did the cat eat or something. I don't know. He, he likes those crazy things. Yeah, I wasn't that I'm specific. I'm so bad at this sort of thing. So. Oh, it's fine. It'll be a good time. But the way it works is, is that Jessica will ask you a question first. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, I have a chance to steal. Take okay. it away, Jessica. Fantastic. Okay. So, okay, so this is my first first time doing this, so so bear with me. <clears throat> In the intro animation, we get a sneak peek at Santa's list. Besides the name Griswold, give one other name that was on there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, here, you know that it's around G's, so, the, so sorry, what did you say? I said Gambrell. Oh no, but it was a good guess. That was a good guess. <laughs> oh, your answer. I, I have no idea because, and I'll fully admit the, I'll cop to this. I didn't you watch s- any of that cartoon you because skip to the intro. 
I didn't skip it. I was playing, but I was doing show prep. I was getting my deleting all the old stuff from last week's script and getting stuff ready for this script. I don't watch it because I didn't think it mattered. Well, luckily, I have to see. I was probably playing on my phone during the intro. I rewatched it today, but I was probably playing on my phone. Okay, Griswold, somebody, Grant, no, Green. Sean gets it! Green is on the list. Yay! The other names included Elwood, Eller, Emerson, Farrow, Fester, Forrest, Fowler, Frankel, Gaylord, Gentry, Giannani, Gibson, Goldberg, Gonzalez, Green, Griffith, Grimes, Griswold, and Grubb. Huh. That was a, that <laughs> was a total <laughs> guess. All right. I love it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> There's a lot of property destruction in this movie. <laughs> including specifically house windows approximate well how how many okay i have two answers that i'll accept for this question because the internet disagreed with me and i think i'm right but i will i will if you give me the internet answer i'll i'll, I'll accept that oh wait who am i asking me you okay yeah how many windows were broken in this movie so there was two when he opens the tree at the beginning there was one that's the neighbor's window with the icicle missile. There's their other window when he cuts down their tree. And so that's four. There was one, two, three, I think four windows broken with the SWAT. So that's up to eight. Um, was there anybody? Was there another window that was broken at any point? Drywall doesn't count going through the ceiling. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think that was. So I'm going to say eight windows. It is eight windows. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> ten oh. was the other, I would guess, because the internet says ten, but I think they were just doing that because they were doing math on the amount of approximate amount he would have to pay to fix the windows. So I think they just chose ten to make the math easy, but I counted eight. So I'm going nice. with eight. <laughs> Nice. Okay. All right. Okay. So this one to Kelly? Yeah. Okay. The family talks about getting different medical procedures or illnesses throughout the movie. Which from this list is not one of them? So I'm going <laughs> to give you a list, and one of them is a fake. See if okay. you can guess. Okay. All right. Only I'll one of them? Only one I'll... of them. So okay. if she guesses it, then it's right. If not, you'll get a little, you'll know which one it's not. That's all. All right. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lumbar drain, possible melanoma, wild turkey, a head injury, a strange rash, hemorrhoids, lip fungus, a sinus condition, heel bursitis, or a cranioplasty. Which one is the fake? I can read it again if you need me to. That's all right. So I'm gonna have to go with wild turkey. <laughs> no, that's not the correct answer, Sean. It goes to you. Do you want me to read it again? Yeah, real quick, because that was the okay. one I was gonna guess too. But it was so weird that it it, it didn't feel like something you would make okay. up. Okay, since it's not wild yeah. turkey, I know what it no, is. No, yeah. Eddie's Eddie's uh Eddie's daughter is I be I believe daughter or one of the older kids that aren't there is uh in a place to cure her wild turkey. Oh, she was addicted to wild turkey. It's a so burger. there you go. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. I should have got that. I feel bad. Lumbar drain. That's the thing. Poss 
possible? No, well, they're all things. They're just which one do they I'm not going, have? I remember that from the movie. Okay. Lumbar drain, possible yep. melanoma, yep. wild turkey, yep. a head injury, a strange rash, hemorrhoids, lip fungus, a sinus condition, heel bursitis, or cranioplasty. Cranioplasty sounds like too fancy of a word because I because I, I know Eddie had the the head injury where he had to have the plate the plastic put in. And what's that called? I guess that would be cranial, but it <laughs> but it still sounds like something that he wouldn't say though. No, I'm not. He I'm not saying they said it. Oh, you're I'm saying just saying they had this. Yeah. All right. Well, then it's not that. It's not head injury. It's not the rhino or not the wild turkey. I remember the aunt, the grandma saying, "I'll give you a quarter if you rub my heel, whatever." Uh, and he's like, a whole quarter? Like, he's really disgusted <laughs> by it. I remember Grandma went to go get a kiss, and she, Eddie was like, don't kiss him. He's got a weird lip fungus going on. Um, I remember the lumbar. For some reason, I remember the lumbar drain, which sounded awful because, again, back They issues. didn't say lumbar drain. He just said he had a pint of fluid out yeah. of his lower back, which I Googled is a lumbar drain. So. <laughs> yeah, which sounds, again, as a guy who's had back surgery, just sounds awful. Uh, which one am I missing? I'm missing melanoma. Uh, okay, melanoma. No one said that. That's not real. Or I mean, it's real, but it's not from the movie. Is that your final answer? Yeah. No, because the one mom had a strange mole that I needed to be looked at. <laughs> it was actually a, a strange rash. No one had a rash. I could have no swore I heard somebody a say a strange rash. Okay. They did not. I double checked. No one has a strange. They have lip fungus and heel bursitis and melanoma, but no other strange skin conditions were mentioned. Okay. I would have had it wrong again if she had come back to me, though, because I would have thought it was the lip fungus. I didn't remember that part. Yeah, the kid like, has it. The, the boy yeah, had it. There, there was a lot. There was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot. I remember the hemorrhoids. Like, just like uh, Chevy Chase's character, this movie itself was extra. Yes. Okay, who am I asking now? You? Kelly. Sean? Kelly? Kelly? Oh, yeah, me. Yeah, me. It's me. Yeah. No, it's okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, me. <clears throat> Instead of a Christmas bonus check, what did Clark receive? <laughs> oh, uh, one year's uh, 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 subscription to the Jam of the Month Club or Jelly of the Month Club. Yes, yes, I will give you that. It was one year membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah. Just <laughs> okay. such a I'm dumb my thing. I'm somebody who's seen this movie one I've time. seen this movie one time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, wait. This one's to Kelly now. Um, yes. What is Clark Griswold's job? Uh, he's a food scientist. I will give that to you. He is yeah. a food additive designer. Yes. Uh, this is like a moment from Friends <laughs> where we're like, what is Chandler's job? job? He's a <laughs> transponster. That's not even a word. It's so funny because I worked in food for so long. So I was like, when they're talking about like the, the things they have over at Food and Drug, you know? <laughs> I just I love that like the thing that he's making is a shellac that goes on on cereal to make it less soggy. It's like I wish sounds, would make a shellac to make it sounds cereal chemical less. and bad. It's like lead paint. It is the eighties. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Kelly, you got one. You have I two. I, I have two more questions if you want me to ask them. Well, might as well. I mean, what the hell? Okay. Let's go for it. We're already an hour and 40 minutes into this podcast. Okay. They're quick questions. So who am I asking? Kelly? This will be me. Wait, you? Okay. Yeah. How many stockings are hanging on the Griswold fireplace? Oh, geez. 
can't, it can't be just the four of them. So four to six, I'll say eight. Er, Kelly, how many stockings are hanging on the Griswold fireplace? Is it none? Do they have no stockings? <laughs> there is stockings at the end. Uh, so <laughs> the answer is five. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but there is five stockings hanging on their <laughs> yeah, fire. The fifth one for? <laughs> I was trying to <laughs> do. They have a pet, but no, they don't. They I can't even say it's just the kids because that's what. There's only like four kids, so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's four kids and Clark. I feel like he's that big of a baby that he probably <laughs> chose to uh, have a stocking. And here's the last question. Um, who? I'll let, you both can answer just open because I don't think Kelly can make up the points here. But name two food items that are in Clark's office. Two food items that are in his office. Any guesses? I thought I saw popcorn. I don't have that down, but okay. there was. Does he have cereal? Cereal is one of them. Yeah. Yes. That would Does have, he have to be sugar? one. Sugar. There was brands that might be sugar, but I didn't look them up. But it didn't say <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. I don't know. No, it was pears. He had four giant pears in the back. He had apples, oranges. He had a whole burger with lettuce, tomato, bacon, and a hot dog. Nice. That All right. Hard. That's fun. I'm I'm surprised as hell as I won that. That's fun. I'm not used to having to think when I'm I podcast. I know. You're usually that's, pretty drunk by now anyway. So you're That's you're part fine. of the fun. Every time I always lose every time that I, I have to do. You guys won. I thought you guys won last time. Uh, I, I think we did on like a technicality. Oh, like I think technically, he... you win, which is the best kind of win. <laughs> All right, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. This is our top three. We decided to do this movie is basically one kind of you know personal disaster movie, right? Everything in his his plans go wrong. Uh, so we decided to pick movies that are also kind of personal disaster movies, or also known as worst day ever movies. And this week, I will let. Jessica, go first. Okay, so I'll, I'm going to go three, two, one. Yep. Um, and for me, it was just there's a lot of movies where things go bad for the protagonist before they get better. So um, for number three, I chose 127 hours. Okay. Because uh, it's based on a true story, and he he everything did go wrong for him for those yep. 127 hours. So there's that. Uh, my number two is just my luck. Uh, 2006 Lindsay Lohan Chris Pine flick where Lindsay Lohan's character is super lucky and Chris Pine's character is super unlucky and they accidentally run into each other and swap luck and so Lindsay Lohan's character's bad luck all day until she has to find Chris before he hops on a train to switch luck back but then they share luck <laughs> I mean have sex no no they hold hands really long and the 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 um, <laughs> What's, what's that big train station in the States? I don't know. We have several. Uh, That's always in movies. Um, Grand Central, Grand, Grand Central station? station. Yeah, I think it's Grand Central Station. All like the train things start flickering as the luck is being changed back and forth. It's this a good amazing. movie. 2006. Yeah. Great, great time. If you're listening to this podcast, you should go find this on YouTube just to watch Jessica gesticulate around. It's called Just My Luck. 
just my luck. Okay. <laughs> and then my number one is just my favorite movie overall. And he does go from, it does start where he's on the upward, but then he goes down on the downward and then he goes on the upward again. And like, he almost loses to a French guy. And I feel like that's pretty like worst case scenario. So it's Talladega Nights, nice. the ballad of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so that's, that's your filmed. favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it like four times a year. It's like my comfort film. Okay, so so Jessica, the house that he crashes into is down the street from where my parents live. Um, Do they have like a shrine so- there because they should. No, they just they fix it and then they sold it and somebody lives there. Damn. That Domino's that they eat—that's the Domino's that I worked at. Um. <laughs> And, you know, of course, it was filmed at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. I mean, all of the aerial shots were just g- generic aerial shots. Yeah. But everything was filmed in Charlotte. So I've that's never crazy. met anybody who's that, who had that as their favorite movie. I am fascinated. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, oh, I'm a big, like, that, That yeah, that that is, yeah, I would say it's my favorite movie of all time, you know? That's great. I'm, that's, that's really fascinating, yeah. <laughs> the, the part with the crepes, and then it's just. I'm yeah. gonna like, yeah. rewatch that. Are those really thin I'm pancakes? I'm missing something. <laughs> Shake and bake. That so just happened. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. It's one of those like, movies. It's really quotable. Yeah. I do that all the time, though. Like I'm always like, with my hands like up and down. I. They're just like I when I'm. They're foreign objects. I don't know when I'm talking. So <laughs> so I totally. I just related to the character. You know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about because when I quit smoking, I had nothing to do with my hands anymore. And then yep. I became like some weird puppet woman. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, Kelly, what's your uh, what's your? I will appreciate that. I don't think I've watched that movie since I quit smoking. Maybe I will appreciate it more. Watch it. All right, what's your top three? Me? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so. Uh, I will go three to one, like she did. So, and number three, I've got The Purge. Ooh. Those people have really bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, I've got Falling Down. Have y'all seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, I think, to me, like, the best Mike- bad day movie ever. Like, yeah, Mike, Michael Douglas just goes on a spree. It's like the precursor to the Russell Crowe one where he's in the truck and he goes on a rampage. But it's so much better than the Russell Crowe one, at least in my opinion. All right. And then at number one, Die Hard, which is one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever made. But also, he's having a really bad day. He just came for the party, man. Like, <laughs> that is, yep. He just came Our to co- hang out with his wife. Our co-host Sonia would love you for that. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have to let her know right after this. Oh, if y'all ever want to talk about Die Hard, I will talk about Die Hard. We, Good we, to know. We we've actually reviewed it twice on our podcast, which is kind of funny. Oh, yeah. all five. I'll talk about any Die. <laughs> so, all right, uh, my turn. Let's see. My number three. I have an honorable mention. Of Ernest goes to jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of a worst day ever. I was always, I always try to find a way to connect it to Star Trek, but it's not really a, a Star Trek one that you could really connect to because it's not one person. Those are always ensemble films, so it doesn't really work. 
Yeah. Uh, my number three is The Evil Dead. Ooh, yep. That's fantastic. My number two is Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. Groundhog Day is a that is a That's multiple bad days, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so it wins my, in quantity. It wins in quantity. That's for sure. And then my number one is Money Pit. I love Money Pit. <laughs> I love it's, it so much. Jessica, you don't even know what that movie is, do no, you? No, I don't. Yeah, not a clue. The look on your face said everything <laughs> I needed to know. I was like, can I pass this? Like, should I pull this off? It's like, yeah, I know that one. Oh, but yeah, no. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Tell me who's in it. Um, oh, I can't forget. I can't remember their name. Yeah, uh, they were in that Tom other movie. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a Tom. Put that one on your list. You should watch it. It's fun. It's a funny. It basically, it's just one of those things where, like, Tom Hanks and his wife, who I can't remember the actor's name, uh, she, they buy this. They get this house for like Shelley a Shelly Long. Yeah, it might be that. Anyway, they buy this house, and then everything goes wrong with it, and the contractors are bad, and like, I, it's oh. just. It is oh, a, you're totally no, no, no! I haven't seen like it. it. But that's the see. You said Money Pit, and I was just like, oh, so it's a baseball movie. I haven't seen it. Not like money. that was. <laughs> but I was thinking like the pit. Like I know. I was just like, oh, okay, you know, like yeah. No, okay. It's a different. The house is the Money Pit. I got it. Yes. I understand. And if, Sorry, my, these and since you bought windows, I'm guessing you own a home, which you will understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, love the money pit. I think it's fabulous. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. No one on Twitter participated, which is fine because this show is too long as it is. So I'm gonna hit the uh, next button here. I'm getting a weird noise in my head but, headphones, but I'm just gonna keep going because hopefully you don't hear it. Uh, I can't find I don't my. Hear normal- yeah, you're fine. I can't find my normal clip before I play this, so I'm going to play this instead, which I think is kind of perfect. Not a great plan. Okay. This is where we <laughs> give this uh, score from 0 to 10. 0 being awful and 10 being the you know diehard. So, um, Kelly, you go first. Uh, if 10 is diehard, this is a 9.5. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Nice. Five. All right, Jessica, what you got? Uh, I wouldn't go that high, but um, I, I gave it an eight. I'm like, nostalgia is like five points for me, and then the rest is like, you know, the bits. So, gets an eight. All right. That's cool. Uh, I would probably give it a, hmm, I don't know, seven something, seven point five. <laughs> seven something. Oh, I thought your rating was going to be awful based on that. I. No, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't think it's great. I think it's pretty funny. I think it's pretty good. Um, will I watch it next Christmas? I probably would watch it next year, but maybe I don't know. I, I would. Ha- I would have to be in the mood, like really in the mood for it. And the problem is, is that in, in my house, we do have traditions that, of movies that we watch, mm-hmm. and we have so many that we watch for Christmas that we just run out of time uh, yeah, a lot of times. So. Because uh, we keep getting, we keep adding new ones. I mean, the new one that you know that we added two years ago to the rotation is Klaus, the Netflix. I haven't uh, seen it. It is magical. It is. It is now my favorite Christmas movie. It <laughs> really? makes it makes me cry. It's funny. It's just sweet. I love everything about it. I really do. J.K. Oh, Simmons is I'm the voice that of Santa. Of all the movies, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> she uh, comes to a movie podcast and leaves with a to-be-watched list. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, what I, that's what I absolutely expect. Y'all know more than me. I'm not a movie pod- podcaster. <laughs> Neither am I. Neither am I. I'm just a host, guest host. She just, she just pretends to, she just plays one on TV. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, all right, so this is where I tell Kelly to tell us more about her podcast and where people, my listeners, can find it. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yep. So I'm with Drunk Theory. Uh, anywhere you search Drunk Theory, you will find us. So all your favorite podcast apps. We're on TikTok. I'm making drinks on TikTok. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Drunk Theory is us. If you search Drunk Theory, you will find us. Okay. <laughs> Well, you're uh, well. I'll put I'll link to your socials in our in our show notes. And Jessica, please once again tell our listeners where they can find your podcast. Well, just like Kelly said, our stuff is available everywhere. Just search "Opinionated Lushes." We're just a podcast of three girlfriends that like to have a drink and draw a topic out of a hat and see what comes out of our mouth holes. So yeah, that's uh, if if, you, if we, people think we're funny. That that's all that the people that's, think we're funny. That's why you're I here. Think you're funny. I think you're <laughs> thank funny. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's <laughs> I why think you're I, funny uh, too. I like <laughs> drinking podcasts unite. Not oh, you, Sean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Once again, I'm the guy in the back of the room that no one calls on. So No, no, we call on oh. you when we need a ride. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> I will absolutely be your DD and be thankful for it. In the oh, meantime, shit, really? <laughs> I am, when when I was in college, I was the DD. That was my job, and I I took pride in it. I seriously yeah. like I got all of my friends home safely and sound, tucked in, kissed on the forehead. Like this was uh, that was my job. I've never been drunk, not one time, and that was. That was my service well, to society. I'm not going to try to corrupt you, but you are wonderful. No. I make fun of him, but I'm super proud that he's, you know, sober. That's amazing. Yeah. I made the same face as you're making right now, Kelly, the first time I heard that. <laughs> exact same face. My my friend Carrie likes to say I raw dogging it through life. Because so. <laughs> I also don't drink I don't coffee. that means, but what she thinks it means. <laughs> well, he doesn't, he doesn't even drink coffee. Like caffeine, nope. Well, I drink caffeine. Well, drink caffeine, but not like, coffee. yeah. Still, I I'm don't just... think that means what she <laughs> I mean, she knows what it means believe me she knows what it means uh, she has a dating podcast called dick tales so she, she knows what it means but she likes to say oh yeah sean's raw dogging it through life so yeah no. No. it's funny yeah there's there's a little there's a little uh, uh little mini sponsorship for carrie for that one i'll, I'll let her know that she entered the podcast <laughs> perfect in the meantime go to our website cheapsecretviews.libsyn.com there you can find links to all 427 other episodes that we did most of them aren't two hours long like this one but who knows there's a few that are uh cheap seat reviews uh i'm sorry at cheap seat cast is our twitter and um all of the other socials this is the last movie of the year the next time that you will hear my voice, we will be in 2023, and we are going to be doing, yeah, I can't believe we're doing it, but we're doing it. We're doing RRR. That's right. We're doing that triple R movie that's like three hours long. It's like the greatest film to come out of India. I cannot wait. Uh, I need to start watching it now because it's three <laughs> hours long. So I'm going to be watching it and editing this at the same time. 
that's going to do it. So on behalf of Kelly and Jessica and Sam and Andrew, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.